Welcome to The Gradebook, a Tampa Bay Times podcast on Florida education issues. I'm reporter Jeff Solacek, and today we are bringing you another expert on the issue of dealing with trauma in the aftermath of a major disaster. Today we have psychologist Joy Osofsky from the Louisiana State University in New Orleans. She was central in the post-Katrina efforts to address children's trauma through schools and other community institutions, and she has agreed to talk with us today about how our schools and teachers can deal with children returning after a week off because of Hurricane Irma. Let's take a listen. I'm here with Joy Osofsky, and she is an expert on people who return back to schools and deal with traumas all the time. Thank you for joining me today. Yeah, it's a pleasure. I'm glad to be able to help. I I really am turning to you to find out what you think people ought to be doing, the adults, in terms of getting children ready to go back to school and then in school what to do to make sure they have a regular focused day without being so afraid, if if they were afraid. Right. Well, it's very important for schools to be reopening and children to be able to go back as soon as possible after a disaster because that's what children usually do. That one of the one of one of the things that will help children and families, a very important thing is to get back to their routines, the kind of things that they did before, which often is very difficult after disasters. And even the idea of going back to the same school that they were at, everybody's had a very different experience the last week. Um, As we talked, it was very, very frightening with the idea of a Category 5 hurricane potentially making a direct hit on Tampa. We all followed that news as well. So there's that psychological effect and fear. And, And though the impact wasn't as bad as as anticipated originally, still, there was a great deal of um, anxiety. There, there, Many people are without power. People probably had to go to neighbor's homes. I'm sure some people evacuated. So that life for children and families now is different from what it was a few weeks ago. Schools play a very good, important role in communities in terms of helping to support children and families and helping to support communities as a whole. One of the things that people think about sometimes when a trauma occurs, even in a hurricane occurs, if we don't, if we don't talk about it and we don't think about it and we just get back to the routine the way it was before, then, you know, everything will be okay and it will be like it was before. And that just isn't the case. it has had a significant impact and created a lot of fear and anxiety in families. And um, that may, may continue in some ways. And certainly people who have been without power, people who are without water, destruction around their homes um, is a difficult situation to deal with. And then 
when they go back to school, when children go back to school, it's not just the children who've been affected. We were talking about, you know, their parents and families, but also teachers. Teachers have gone through the hurricane as well and had the impact and had the fear and, you know, the destruction that did occur. And essentially, going back to school after the hurricane is different from the way it was before. One of the things that we've talked about a lot to help people think about um, how ways to adjust after a serious hurricane or serious traumatic experience is you get back to a situation that you were in before, but it feels different, you know. And one of the things when children go back to school is everybody needs an opportunity to be able to tell their story. Certainly parents need that opportunity too, and teachers do too. Is that something that they should do at home with their parents first, or is that something that should happen inside the school? It probably should be ha- should happen under, under both conditions, in both circumstances. One of the things that our group has done, we, we do a lot with preparation for hurricanes. Uh, we have a, a grant through the National Child Traumatic Stress Network that's focusing on preparation for hurricanes as well as response and recovery. And we actually just, just completed a video. We had a, vid- a little video for, for children related and families related to preparedness. But I said, now we need one for recovery. Essentially talking about what it's like to go through a hurricane, what happened, what can happen, and then what it looks like after. And it's important for the parents to be able to talk with the children about how they felt about going through the hurricane, what their experience was, you know, and if there's anything that they're concerned about now. And then when children go back to school for the teachers, if everybody ignores that this hurricane occurs, that that's problematic because... The teachers need to also talk to the children about, we know all of you have gone through this experience. It's been different for each of you, and we'll take some time to talk about it. We're going to keep you, you'll be safe now. Um, you know, we don't have to worry now, but but also we, we really want to support um support you and if people would want to talk about some of the children want to talk about their stories and what happened to them and what it was like for them for the for younger children if they want to use the opportunity to have children draw a picture of what it was like before what it was like after what what they thought the hurricane was like so that they can express their feelings and then um for the teachers they, they've gone through their own experiences. This isn't something that one would share with the children, but recognize that as the children talk about what they went through, that also can raise anxiety or concerns for the teachers, too, in terms of their own experience. So it's good for them to have the opportunity, if they want to, to be able to talk to someone, to be able to get together as a group and talk with someone. One of the things that we have done with schools and for schools after uh traumatic situations like this is come in and meet with teachers and administrators and counselors about what it's like when children go through traumatic experiences, how they may react, and what might be helpful to them. So things to be aware of. What are some of those things that the schools should be looking for in the children? And and does it differ by age group? Is a five-year-old different than a 15-year-old? It does differ by age group. It differs by experience. So if a if a family has been very much affected by the hurricane and say they've had to go, maybe they evacuated even, you know, worrying about the the direct hit 
and I, I'm sure many people evacuated. So here children had to go somewhere else with their family and so maybe live with another family and all the anxiety of what of what was going to happen in that way. For the younger children, they're very dependent on parents and caretakers and, and their teachers will be very important to them too. And so because they depend so much on adults in their lives, important adults in their lives, it it is very important for the adults to be able to talk with them and be what we call emotionally available to them, be able to listen to them. And one of the one of the things that can happen is it can trigger something, you know, that someone can get it if a child talks about something, it reminds them of their experience and they start to get anxious in some ways too. So what I was what what's very important to recognize for the teachers is also self care. Is them having the opportunity to talk to someone to get some support. It doesn't necessarily have to be behavioral health or mental health support, but but just recognizing that during this time they need to be able to um, take care of themselves and get support themselves so that they can help the children more. You mentioned children of various ages. So as children get older in elementary school and certainly in high school, peers and friends are very, very important. Our experience at with children after Hurricane Katrina, where so many people had to evacuate and so many people lost their homes and had to live in different communities and going to school in different communities, was they really missed their friends. And we didn't have availability at that time of cell phones or or, or Wi-Fi Internet because all that went down, too. So they really, we thought they would talk about their traumatic experiences, which they do in some ways, what they went through, but they also talk about missing their friends. So that's very, very important, and that's why I asked if they would be going back to the same schools, because they then will be able to have support from their friends. For the older children, for teenagers, one of the things that also is important for them is to be able to help with some of the rebuilding, um, if that's needed, or some some of the kinds of things that they need repair in the community, also helping out with the younger children so that they can take more responsibility for helping to um, clean up, to rebuild if rebuilding is needed, and and be, be more responsible in many ways to help support the community because that's important for them because otherwise sometimes adolescents just find ways to you know, get into trouble or find ways to deal with things they're concerned about. The other thing is that, again, if a family is going through a lot, uh, traumatic experiences and hurricanes and creates a lot of stress in families. And so teachers need to be aware of the fact that children may have more difficulty concentrating. They may have had more difficulty sleeping, you know, so that the usual kinds of routines that occur in families have been disrupted. So if children have more trouble sitting still and, you know, are not are not able to do their work the way they were, they are, um, run, around, run around more, they may be angry. On the one hand, others may withdraw. I think teachers need to be aware of children seeming different in some ways than they did before. And because they're going back to the same schools, that's something that um, teachers can be very much aware of. Is there anything that they should not do? Is there something that a parent or a teacher should not do in dealing with the kids so that way they don't, like you mentioned, trigger something that causes major problems? Yes, I think that they need to frame what they're doing as talking about in talking about it, not to frighten them, but 
to, to talk about it the way we're talking about it now in a calm way. You know, we all went through the hurricane and we've all had different experiences and some of you are affected more than others. And, um, you know, this is a place where we can talk about it and you can get support. And if some of you feel like you need more support, please come to talk to me and we'll, we'll help, uh, help provide that support for you and find that support for you. But I think, if some children get very excited and say they were very heavily impacted or a lot of things are going on, that could also stimulate other people, other children to become more nervous or something like that. So I think if you can talk about it in a calm way and then for children of different ages, find ways that they can express themselves. As I said, we, a lot of children, many children like to draw a story of, draw a picture that tells a story of what they went through and then share it with other people. That's certainly a way that we can talk about it, but in a calm type of way. So I think that, you know, one of the things one might see is, well, this happened now, and there are other hurricanes that are in the Atlantic, and they may be heading toward Florida, and, you know, so people can get very concerned and more anxious. I think it's very important to emphasize that we're all safe, and, you know, and measures have been taken to keep everybody safe. And that the school is a place where we'll learn, but we'll also be able to share our experiences in ways that, that can be supportive and helpful. Should they like not grade things and not test kids for a while because of the possibility that it may they may not be ready yet? Well, if if you know, children may be quite preoccupied at this time, you know, uh, for a while. So I think getting back to their to a routine in school for a few weeks would probably be a good thing before um, they do a fair amount of testing. One of the things that we did, I mean, that you know, it may be various times of year where they're required to do to do things, but it certainly would be good if they could take a couple of weeks to get back into this routine with the children, um, so that they can then be comfortable in school and you know be able to. Um, perf- perform in the way that they need to be able to concentrate in the way that they, they did before. With children who are heavily impacted, areas that have been heavily impacted in collaboration with schools, we actually um, did did screeners um, indicating those children who might have post-traumatic stress symptoms or some symptoms of depression as a way that the school could identify children who might need more help and more support. and um, Work and work together with the counselors to be able to provide that support or families that were more heavily impacted. It and interestingly enough, um, for the screeners for the older children, eight eight through eighteen, there was also a box that they could check off that I'd like to talk to somebody. Um, and over thirty percent of the children said that they wanted to to talk to somebody. So that was quite interesting, you know, certainly because that's something that children don't always don't always say. This was after Hurricane Katrina in a very heavily impacted area. But um, I, I think some of the issues that you're bringing up are very sensitive, the idea of not, you know, immediately doing testing and other kinds of things, but giving giving them to, a chance to adjust to what they've gone through and getting back to school and getting back in their routines and then also being sensitive to children who may be having a harder time. And, and in that point, you know, helping helping them, the counselors in the school help them, or and I'm, I'm sure there's outside help coming in as well. We also um, are glad to provide um, 
websites and links and resources that may be helpful. We we prepared this little video that allows um, parents or other adults to talk to children about what they went through with the hurricane or what they might have gone through. And where can they, where can people find that? Um, I can email you the link. Okay, that'd be great. Yeah, and um, we did it because we found that this is really helpful um, because it goes through the facts of what what you experience with a hurricane, but then can also reassure that that things will be will be okay. This is what you'll find, but then you know um, things will come back together. And I think what you're pointing out here is you know let's let's let the children and families get into a new routine with school, having been out for a week and having the hurricane um, affect them so that they can then get back to the work of school. And again, for those children who might need more help or support in some ways, to, for the school to try to have that available to them. Well, I really appreciate you taking the time to talk with me. Thank you very much. Yes, and um, I will send you the link and any other resources that I, I think may be helpful. Great. Thanks so much. That's the end of our interview. If you would like to participate in this conversation or any other, you can go to our Facebook page, Tampa Bay Times Gradebook. To follow the latest breaking news on Florida education issues, please visit our blog, tampabay.com gradebook. I'm reporter Jeff Solacek, and thanks again for listening. 